Welcome to Double Fries No Slaw. It is Monday evening. We've got a pop-up episode. It's just TJ today, but I'm joined by two Florida State softball players, two Seminole student athletes, Josie Muffley and Michaela Edenfeld. Ladies, how are you doing tonight? Good. How are you? Doing well, doing well. Thank you guys for coming on. Thank you for hanging out. Thank you for taking some time and chilling tonight with us. Um, we're trying to keep you too long, but Double Fries No Slaw obviously an ode to Guthrie's we were talking about it a little bit beforehand are you, you guys do you guys do the double fries or do you get coleslaw like I might judge you a little bit but like how do you order your gut boxes double fries all the way all right very good <laughs> yes double fries we've had people come on here and be like well I kind of like coleslaw you know who we had this was funny we had a couple of guys on the swimming team but they were they're from England and they're like oh no I like coleslaw and I'm just like not in this like Coleslaw is not bad in general, but like at a chicken tender place, there's a reason we get double fries. Now, Extra if I'm chicken head at the farm, it's a different story. We're going coleslaw, but absolutely not here. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> yeah, like on a barbecue sandwich, like if you're in Charlotte or whatever, like that sounds amazing. But if I'm at Guthrie's at 2 a.m. <laughs> after you know a night of evangelism or whatever, but like yeah, it's it's not you know. I'm not getting coleslaw. That's not doing much to help me in that hour. So, um, okay, I'll ask you guys this, and then we'll get like serious here in a minute. But what are your, what's like your hidden gem spot, like food spot in Tallahassee, like besides Guthrie's or besides, you know, don't don't steal that one. But like, what's your spot in Tallahassee? Your food spot. Really good question, um, <laughs> Michaela. You have anything? Yeah, it's it's kind of funny how you mention that because. So once upon a time, I was on a dating app, and this guy was like, I know the best breakfast spot in Tallahassee. And mm. I was, I'm in my head, I'm like, no, I know the best breakfast spot in Tallahassee. And it just so happened that um, he said Bada Bean, which it is the best breakfast spot in Tallahassee. Oh, so Cool. Yeah. It's the only reason why I went on the date, and now I'm dating the guy, so... You know? Hey, it worked out. <laughs> True, love, right. True love story. What's your order there? Um, I like to get, they have like the lucky goat coffee there. I usually get like a mm -hmm. caramel macchiato type of ordeal and with their like fridge toast breakfast hits the spot every time. Huge fan of lucky goat. We got it. My wife and I were up there a few weeks ago and that's her only requirement for going to Tallahassee is, is that's getting so lucky good. goat every time. <laughs> Josie, what's your spot? Where are you going? I'm still finding out places, but <laughs> our old equipment manager told me about El Jalisco's and that's really good. Really good Mexican. Um, really okay. good. Too. Ice, ice. Um, I we've heard burrito border. Oh, they yes. talked about oh, who uh, <laughs> told us about burrito this border team. last year. Big one on that team. So, anyway, all right, cool. Um, we'll get into it. We'll talk a little about the team currently. Okay, Michaela, I'm gonna start with you. Not to like hype you up so much, but we're about to just a little bit. Um. But you're 15 years. So you read for those who don't, you redshirted last year, right? You're 15 years into like your playing career. I know you were on the team last year, but 15 years in, your team hasn't lost yet. Um, you've won ACC Player of the Week. You've won Division One Softball Freshman of the Week. Uh, you're playing for a team that was in the national championship last year, right? One game away from winning it all. I literally heard the ESPN announcer say the other day that you're the best freshman in the country. Can you even wrap your head? Like, what does all that mean? Like, can you even wrap your head around all, like, what is life right now? Can you even wrap your head around mm -hmm. all 
it's definitely it's definitely a lot of buzz, you know. But yeah. as he just says, like we just try to keep all the outside noise in the outside and just stay within our circle. So I think like it's super cool, like being a part of the team last year and being able to rely to on to some of the girls that came back and kind of like talk these things out. Like I know, like I was a little nervous about like performing and whatnot and like high expectations and like things of all sorts of things like that. But it's just it's been a really cool ride, and I'm just grateful for my teammates. Now, what do you what have you noticed the biggest difference between this year and last year? You know, we're early in the season, but we've played a few weeks. What are, what are your biggest kind of takeaways besides you know being on the field this this year? <laughs> <laughs> um, definitely like intentional swings and everyone's at bats. Like I think everyone could probably like sit back and see like how much of our offense has changed compared to last year. And I think that's something we've worked like really hard at. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, again, if you're kind of like keeping out the outside, maybe you guys were aware of this, maybe you were less aware, but like as fans, all that they mentioned the entire time, like during the run was like, yeah, this offense just really didn't come around. You know, like there was a big emphasis put on like the offense took a little bit longer to get going. And, you know, and then, and this year we're, we're hitting grand slams every other game and we're, you know, we're run ruling people. And, you know, it, it's been, it's been definitely different. Go down to Clearwater and, and score more runs than had been scored there in, in quite a while. And so, um, yeah, awesome. One more and then I'll, I'll kind of transition to Josie a little bit and then we'll kind of go back and forth on some stuff. But um, talk to us about your journey to get to FSU, you know, why you've been, why, why you're, why you picked FSU, why you're wearing garnet gold these days and just kind of like talk us through that whether it's going back to the recruiting process or just, just whatever. Okay. So as um, I said earlier, I'm a little bit of a Tallahassee native. I'm like from a very small town about an hour West from here. So my whole entire family kind of grew up being Florida state fans and whatnot. My aunt played softball here from 97 to 2001. So it's like a family thing, but Sure. I think the biggest thing with my recruiting process, I know I grew up coming to the camps here. Um, I got seen by multiple like colleges there. I got some really good recognition. And for me, I think Florida State, like we talk about it a lot, like we're a family. And I think a lot of other programs, when I was going through the recruitment process, they were all saying like, oh, we're a family, we're a family. But when here it is felt, you don't have to say the word. And I think like that's something – some people take for granted and that's the reason why I am wearing garden gold today. Yeah. I love it. We've, we've talked about that with um, a lot of different people that come on, whether they've been coaches. Um, I feel like that family is just, it, it extends and it branches out, not, not just on your team and your teammates and your coaches and the staff, but then like the coaches tell us that like there's like a coaching family and they all very much feel that um, with the different coaches of the different sports and things like that. And then just university in general, you know, really, you know, obviously there are different levels to that family, right? Like you're obviously gonna be closer with your team and stuff, but no, I, I like that answer a lot. And I'm, I'm glad that you feel that way. Cause I, you know, that is something that is just echoed over and over and over again when we chat with people uh, about Florida state. Um, Josie, I want to go to you a little bit. Can you take us back to last year a little bit? I know that we're in the new year and we're focused on this team and not, not an old team, but can you talk to us a little bit about the, but I'm going to break that rule. <laughs> can, can you talk to us a little bit about the run through regionals, through supers, you know, playing LSU and then going out to Oklahoma City and having a, a very similar run that that, that you guys had a, a few years ago there? Um, can you talk to us a little bit about just last year and everything it meant to you? And Yeah, for sure. I mean, that. last year was – it was crazy. It was 
like one minute you're uh, you're playing as an ACC tournament, and the next minute we're in the World Series. It happened so fast, um, but it was definitely a memory for the books that I'm never forget it, never going to forget. Um, but yeah, going into regionals, we felt pretty confident. Um, we knew our bats weren't high at that time, and we were at the point where we're gonna accept it and figure out ways how to move on and how to achieve runs across the plate without our big bats in the lineup, which is going to our small ball and our pitching was outstanding, which held us in a lot of games. Um, regionals was great. We uh, topped that off and then we are heading to LSU and a lot of people doubted us and didn't see us in the World Series. They were pretty much against us the whole way through, which was pretty awesome. It gave us something to fuel us and fire us up and um, use that to, I don't know, like achieve great things and prove the, prove the world wrong that like we deserve yeah. to be there. Like we worked our butts off just as much as LSU did or whoever we were playing that day. And um, every single day we took it step by step and day by day um, and came out and showed out who Florida State was. And you could see with the uh, rankings too, how the, um, I think it was announcers or producers or somebody, um, they all chose LSU over FSU, which was pretty cool. I mean, that again, that just fueled us and wanted us to like, prove some people wrong, which was pretty awesome. Um, and once we hit that first game win, the I think it was Sydney Sherrill or somebody had an interview and they, they kept talking about, well, with the previous record that you guys had with them or um, the first person who loses usually, I mean, first yeah. person that wins usually loses the next two. And so – was that in the back of our head? Yeah, because everyone kept talking about it. But again, it just fueled us to continue on and play Florida State softball. And we came out with a win there, which is amazing. Kirsten Landers coming in off the bench, um, getting yeah. the opportunity, shining in that moment. And just, again, proving this world that Florida State deserves to be where we were last year. Um, and then getting to the World Series was a dream come true. Uh, growing up playing baseball, I was – not aware of how cool the World Series was and um, getting to experience that was pretty awesome, especially with Team 38, um, which was an amazing family to be a part of. Um, and yeah, it was crazy. Looking back on it now, it kind of like brings tears to my eyes because it went by so fast. And kind of looking back now, it's just so many great memories and like learning moments too, both on and off the field, which is just amazing. And seeing some of that now on um, leading into Team 39. Yeah, you're exactly right. Like all ESPN, and I know you guys aren't watching the broadcast, but all ESPN talked about was, well, I know they won, but it's not a good thing to win the first one in this series. And it was just like, yep. all right, let's see. <laughs> so um, now, and, you know, so much drama, I feel like in the, in the World Series run, you know, I mean, drama in the LSU stuff too, but, you know, from super late games to delays and then playing games at, Man, I still cannot believe that I stayed up until like 4 a.m. like watching a college athletic game. Like, I mean, at that point, you couldn't like not watch it. Like, you had to see what was going to happen. You know, we'd lose and go home. So, anyway, yeah. yeah, so much drama, you know, going on with that. How much do you, how much do you, we asked Coach uh, Krikorian about this when um, soccer made it all the way to the national championship and lost in penalty kicks. And then obviously they go on to win you know, the national championship, how much do you feel like losing in the national championship? Like, how, does that motivate you daily? Or is it more just like we've, we've kind of moved on? We're just playing our game now. Or like, does it really motivate you to like 
not let that happen again? <laughs> oh, for sure. I mean, if you're an athlete, if you're a competitor, that's always going to feel you. Um, I actually have a picture of us um, at the World Series at the final game against OU and OU's celebrating and we're off to the side and it's posted up in my locker and underneath it, it says runner up. Um, kind of just a reminder to myself, like you have unfinished business and so does team 39. And we're trying to, and the freshmen that we have this year have been amazing jumping on board with us and competing every single day to get back to, um, you know, finish what we didn't finish last year. Yeah. Um, we talked with Michaela a little bit about her journey to FSU. Yours is a little bit different. Um, talk to us about starting your career at Tulsa how you ended up at FSU for your sophomore season, obviously the the year last year um, being your second year and, and now your third year at FSU, but talk to us a little bit about your journey. Um, yeah. So growing up in Michigan, hockey was a huge part of my life. I started skating when I was two years old um, and I had offers to go play division one hockey, which was a dream of mine ever since I was really, really little. Um, and then obviously injuries, you know, took a different course for me and God had a different plan for me. And I started playing softball my junior, my junior year of high school, I broke my ankle my freshman year, so I couldn't play. So I didn't have many offers coming out of high school. I knew I wanted to play softball in college, but I just didn't know where my journey was heading. And so I took um, my offer to Tulsa and I absolutely loved it there. Um, Campus was amazing. Coaches were amazing. The team was amazing. Um, I just wanted a different atmosphere. I wanted a different change. I wanted to um, go compete with the highest competitors. And um, and that's when I went into the transfer portal. I talked to Brian Chitterster. Amanda Chitterster is the catcher for the USA team. And her dad actually helped me a lot with recruiting. Um, and he helped me get onto the transfer portal and contact some coaches, which – Thankfully, I ended up at FSU, and like Michaela talked about, the family atmosphere, I just could not turn down the offer. And my uh, official visit was when they ended up losing to OSU. Um, I think it was 2019, and that was that was my that was my official. So I was like, "All right, this is you better jump on board," because. It was, yeah, it was crazy. After that loss, I actually had to go out to dinner with the coaches and try to you know, <laughs> act normal with them after the <laughs> loss of their season, which well, then yeah. I, I just got to see the coaches in their true form, which was amazing. Um, and they accepted me right then and there. And then on, I think it was in the summer, we had a summer camp for FSU. And that's when I truly got to be a part of the FSU family and the, the culture there um, with the whole team and just them accepting me right from the beginning was just amazing. And I could not see myself anywhere else. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, Michaela, talk to us a little bit about, you know, jumping into um, catching for FSU. Talk to us about your different relationships with like different pitchers. They, they come up and how, how different, um, (laughs) like how different your relationship with the different pitchers on the team is, whether it be Kat or Danielle or just, you know, whoever may be out there at that time. (laughs) <laughs> and how much different how much different is it to catch like a game for each of them or is it or is it not like are you just kind of back there like you're you're locked in and you're focused on you but like talk to us about that definitely interesting that you say that um I recall like a conversation with Kocha. It's like you're dating seven different people <laughs> and you kind of have to adjust yourself to sure. fit them. 
Yeah. Um, Danielle is super, super passionate, very like headstrong. Like she plays with a lot of emotions. So at times, like I have to be her balancing agent, but in more of a stern like form, if that makes sense. So she gets a little hyped up. Like I'm telling her, like, just throw it, throw it, like just throw the ball down the middle. Like defense has you just pitch. Right. And then like, I, it goes to cat and it's, it's even funny that you mentioned that like walking from the dugout to like home plate behind home plate is like completely different with them too. Like a, a cat, I have to like actually like jog to run to get there. And then Danielle, it's just like a walk. So it's really, oh. <laughs> it's just, it's, it's a lot of fun in between them too. And it's just like, I'm in multiple different relationships with different pitchers and <laughs> I wouldn't have it any other way. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, it definitely makes, you know, I, I mean, you guys certainly compliment each other, right? You, you can make their job easier, but having great pitchers throwing to you is certainly better than the alternative, right? So I'm certainly sure you're not complaining too much about the, the pitching staff. What, uh, what goes through your mind when you hit a grand slam? Like how much different is that than hitting a, just a, you know, another Homer or whatever? Like, does it like, do you like step back and have to say like, I can't believe I just did that. You know? It's like kind of funny. <laughs> um, so when I was up to bat, in my head, like I go into the batter's box and it's like closing a telephone booth. Like I kind of forget like about the situation. Like you acknowledge the situation, you acknowledge the the bases are loaded, but then it goes down to like that one pitch mentality like that we talk about a lot. Sure. And I just remember um, to myself that like, this girl is going to throw a change up for a strike. I'm going to sit a change up here and I want to hit up the middle. And luckily like it went over the fence. Great. <laughs> and I just remember touching, I remember touching home plate and uh, Mac, she's like, dude, you just hit a grand slam. I was like, Oh, <laughs> like, it just took me a couple of seconds to acknowledge it. It's like it's it's one of those things where you're like having that one pitch mentality is like super cool, but like the couple minutes afterwards, like when it really hits you, like oh wow, like I I did do that, but at the same time, it also took all of my teammates to be on the basis for me to be able to sure. do that. So it's super cool. Can you tell us a little bit about the celebration that um, everybody kind of sees on ESPN now when when you're rounding third base? Uh, so I thought it was kind of funny. I told him one time that I wanted to like wax his head, like a wax <laughs> off moment. And yeah. I thought that would be pretty cool. We, we had our down low handshake. Um, we did that last year and I still do that going before, like before the game starts, I do that handshake, but now I'm like my home run ritual is like, like waxing the genie. It's super funny because we I decided that that was going to be it the day before the UCF game, and he left me high and dry on the UCF game. <laughs> I was rubbing his head, and he told me, he was like, the next time you hit one, like, I promise you, I got you. And it happened to be the UCLA game, and it was just super cool. They, like, replayed it a few times. They thought it was hilarious, so. It was, and they made they made certain to like zoom in every time, you know, like zoom in and talk about it. And they were like, they were even like a little bit stunned. They were like, "We're not really sure what happened there, but we'll, you know, like we'll zoom." Back. I should go back and lie, you know, ESPN, like you can scroll back and watch any games and stuff. But yeah, they were. It was kind of funny that they were just like had no. I mean, we had no clue either what was going on, but we were just happy that we won that game. Uh, what um, 
how what was that? You know, maybe for both of you here, but what was that? Obviously, went down to Clearwater and just absolutely dominated for for four days and won five straight ranked games. But that UCLA game, I and mean, there was definitely something special about that one, right? To to do that on prime time and national TV and on ESPN and everything else. And and considering the that you were four and zero at that point, and you knew that if you beat UCLA, you'd probably move ahead of them in the rankings, right? And and we, you know, did both of those things. But what was that atmosphere like? You know, and was it? I know it wasn't OKC, but from the TV, it felt like one of those games you know it, it felt that intense yeah it was crazy I mean Clearwater always shows out they always have a great tournament for um, amazing programs and everything like that and I actually told T Cam I was like this feels like the world series but it's in Clearwater and it's only February like what is going on um, but yeah that tournament is always so much fun um, great teams are always there and Obviously, playing UCLA was huge because we played them before at the Clearwater tournament. And again, it was a super close game and it came down to the final outs. And then we played them in the World Series as well. So we always know UCLA is going to play us super, super hard and there's always going to be some beef around us. But um, that atmosphere was like no other. And it was just so much fun to play in. And winning too is always, it's always fun. Yeah, yeah always like- do. <laughs> Just touching up on that, like that was that game being on ESPN, being on primetime was such a big win for softball in general. Like so many people don't um, necessarily click on and like, I'm going to watch college softball today. And so people just like browse on ESPN. But for us to be able to be on there on that time, like it's just super cool. And I think a lot of people got to see like the highlights of why softball is so talked about. And it's the reason why it will be even more talked about now. So. Yeah. We've talked about that with, we've talked about that with um, coach. We've talked about that with um, coach Wyckoff. We talked about that with coach um, Sue and just kind of the win. So much, there's so much momentum, I think in women's sports and stuff, whether it be, you know, softball just doing absurd numbers, you know, soccer did really, really well uh, with numbers over the last couple of years and stuff. But yeah, for that game to be on ESPN, you know, like LeBron James was on there the night before, right? Like, like the great, like Tiger Woods was on there the next day, like the greatest icons in sports, you know, at all. And, and so it was really cool. And then obviously it just makes it that much more special that it was us, you know, playing in it. Right. And, and, and walking it off and, and, and winning it in a pretty dramatic fashion um, as well. So now a huge win for FSU and softball in general and, and women's athletics, which has been really cool to see the momentum behind that. Um, I want to ask Josie about a couple of plays, but Michaela, how hyped do you get when you see her make like a backwards diving catch to walk off? Yeah, everybody's talking about Cleveland's shot the other day, which don't get me wrong. I mean, that shot to beat UVA was was ridiculous. But, like, to walk off a softball game, like, where you dive backwards and I don't know how you, you know, eyes in the back of your head or whatever, like, so you've got a great view where you're at from at home play and see this. Like, how hype were you seeing her make that catch the other day? It's kind of funny. I was actually um, – someone else was catching for me at the oh time. But, like, from the dugout, like, as soon as we saw her going back, and I'm, we all know Josie's capable of making those stellar plays, and it's just so – uh, just she caught it and we're all like all waiting for her to like to show her glove up <laughs> and as soon as as soon as we saw it like we had some people sprinting unfortunately 
we have Kirsten Landers that just got done with surgery and we're like, make sure you don't run into Kirsten. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just super cool to finish off a ball game in that fashion, just because like that just shows how aggressive like we play. And that's like Florida State softball. I remember um, our coach T will saying that and just being overall impressed. Yeah. Josie, you, you made that play. You made several plays in the field, but then obviously people talk about the one early last year where you like catch the ball and dive and tag the girl at the same time. Like, I think you don't even, you probably don't even have time to like, like you're not thinking about these things. They're just happening and reflex in the moments, but it continues to be you. That's like making these plays like, and you did, like you said, you played hockey all grow. Like how, how do you do this? Like, I mean, don't give away the secrets. That we're talking about today, but like how, you know, how does this happen? Yeah, it's a very good question. I mean, I hats off to my strength coach and our athletic trainers for keeping me healthy and recovered every single day so I can make those plays and pop right back up. But I don't know, like, I, I guess it's just instincts for me with just going like you said that I do not think like everyone, like after I made that play last year, I had a couple interviews and they're like, what were you thinking? I was like, I wasn't thinking. I think the only thing I was thinking was not coming down on her because I'd either sure. want to hurt her or hurt myself. So there is no thinking going on. It's just I'm going to give my all to the team every single day. And if that's me laying my body on the line for whoever it is pitching or whoever's catching or whoever's hitting, then that's what I'm going to do for my team. Yeah. No, well, we, we enjoy it. So, again, stay safe and don't get hurt. But we, we like it when we hear like the da-da-da, da-da-da, <laughs> and, you know, get to get to enjoy the highlight-type plays. Um. I want to ask you this too, and you know, kind of a little bit of a different subject, but um, last year you started all 63 games for FSU and this year has been a little bit different, you know, played a little bit more sporadically early in the year, um, but then came in, you know, on this last homestand and, and made a massive impact You talk about like the walk-off catch there um, three for three against FAMU. Um, you had the triple, the game tying run in a game that, you know, like fam, you really worried us. We were talking before, <laughs> before, but you know, if, if you don't start the rally with the, with the triple in the, in the sixth, you know, who, who knows it, you know, how that game ends up. And so you've made a massive impact, but have played more sporadically. Um, can you just talk us kind of through that? And, and, and before you even say anything, I, I do want to say, you know, hats off to you for, for being ready and, in, in playing a little bit more sporadically. And I know that, you know, yeah, you're a competitor and you want to be out there every single day, but I don't know that this, you know, and I don't want to doubt anyone else, but I don't know this team is 15 and 0 if, if you're not ready to go three for three against FAMU or lead off the game with the trip or lead off the six with the triple against Indiana or whatever, you know, maybe we drop one of those games. Maybe we're not undefeated right now. Maybe that does hurt us down the road. I don't know. But so hats off to you, but, but walk us through that and talk us through, um, you know, what that's been like for you and, and how you have stayed ready, um, even though, you know, it's probably not what you would have picked. Right. Yeah. I mean, any competitor doesn't want to sit on any single game, but um, having Brooke with me is just absolutely amazing. Um, she's a true athlete. She's an amazing softball player. She's an amazing person off the field and having her in my hip pocket and knowing that I'm in her hip pocket has only helped us grow as a team and her and I as individuals as well. Um, every single day she pushes me and I push her to be a better better person, better hitter, better fielder, whatever it is. Um, a lot of people say, oh, you're competing for a spot. No, we're not competing. We're helping each other grow and we're doing what's best for this team. If that's Brooks in the lineup that day or if it's me, that's whoever's in that starting nine, they're going to give their all and they know that every single person on that bench is going to pour into them as well. Um, but yeah, like a lot of people are asking, 
about the whole Brooke and Josie competition right now. It, it's not that. It's really not a competition. I mean, are we going to compete with each other and push each other? Yes, as any competitor would do. And um, But every single time she's out there, I am her biggest fan and cheering for her. And um, I know that she's going to get the job done. And when my name is called, I'm going to do the exact same. And I know she's going to pour into me as well, and along with the 27 other um, teammates that I have behind me. Um, but it's been it, – honestly, it's been kind of nice not starting every game. Um, my mindset is really good. I'm seeing pitches a lot better. I am doing a lot more scouting behind the scenes. Um, my body is a lot healthier too. And, two, it's giving Brooke a lot of good experience at the high Division One level, which has been awesome because she still has another three-plus three years, if you're including this year, two, four years. Um, but it's just helping her grow and helping me grow, which has been amazing having her with me as well. Yeah, the total depth of the team is really impressive. And, and Coach was talking about that the other day on you know one of the ESPN interviews. I, I don't remember which, but she was talking about that in one of the in-between uh, inning interviews and just how, you know, it's a good problem to have. And, you know, the team has, you know, done a good job of, you know, Hey, if my name is not called or my number is not called today, you know, not letting that become an issue or a problem. Again, any competitor is going to want to be out there, but right. like I said, hats off to you for, for continuing to stay ready. Cause like, like I said, I'm not doubting anybody else, but I, I don't know if we're 15 and oh, if, if, if you're not kind of staying ready and, and you see different athletes kind of take that in stride, right? Like you see certain athletes um, take that better than others in, in different sports when, when their number's not called. And so, you know, we're, we're happy that we're happy that you have been ready. <laughs> um, yeah. It was tough in the beginning. I'm not going to lie. Like, yeah. I was very frustrated. Um, but now that I see the bigger picture and I'm actually, and I'm pouring into my team more and I'm just kind of reversing the rules and, being able to be there for my teammates has helped me a ton and helped the team grow as well too. So it's been awesome. Now talk to me about this. This is like the most, you know, you see this sometimes in the MLB, people will talk about it and stuff like who holds this record and stuff, but you're, you're quickly climbing up the charts on like number of hit by pitches. Like, is that something like, are you up like, are and you're not, you know, I'm not trying to like call you out or anything, but like McKinley's over here, like six one, like you're not like some, like, you know, huge like target for people to like throw at like, um, are you trying to get hit? Are you leaning into stuff? Like what's going on here? Like, are you just trying to like break this record in Tallahassee or what's going Or Are you tired of getting hip? Like, can we start a camp, like an NIL campaign? Of, like, Stop hitting me. Just throw four pitches outside. Like it'll work. Right. Yeah. Talk to us about that. Honestly, ever since I was little, if it's a puck, a ball, whatever it is, it always seems to find me if I'm playing or not playing. Um, at Tulsa, I got an award for the most had most hits, but uh, like on me, not actual hits, um, which is pretty funny. I think I was on the twenty, I was in the twenties at Tulsa, and then I got here, and it was kind of just came with it. So I don't know what's going on, but I mean, even in, when we were playing Texas at the uh, Clearwater tournament, a ball was Michaela actually hit a ball over into the dugout, and it hit me. And I was like, I just, I can't get away from them, can I? It's like, uh, it's like an infinity stone or something that just like finds its way back to its owner. Like they're just all like it's yes. magnets. I mean, but hey, a hit's a hit. I'll take yeah. it. Yeah, the on base percentage, right? Gotta be right. killing it. Let's just avoid. Let's avoid the ones where you're not up in the in the box, right? Like let's avoid the yeah. ones in the dugout and stuff. Um, we talked about this a little bit on air. What uh, 
or off air. Sounds like you guys have some really exciting stuff with team paper coming up. People can kind of stay tuned for more information um, on that coming up, but you guys have been sharing a lot of their stuff from your social media accounts. Um, they did some interviews with you guys earlier in the year and, and have some shirts and stuff coming out. So people can kind of stay tuned uh, for more information on that and check out you guys' social media as well as team papers, social media as well um, in the coming days and weeks to, to kind of learn more about it. Um, all right. Last one I've gotten and we'll, we'll kind of wrap up and, and get out of here. Appreciate you again, you guys this time. Um, ACC play starts. I mean, I know I'm not trying to get us to look too far ahead, but a couple of games this week and then ACC play starts this weekend. I'm just probably not going to talk to you between now and then. So I'm going to make you do this, but, uh, how excited are you to get into, into ACC play and start, you know, yeah, obviously the first goal of the season, I assume is to, you know, win the ACC, right. And then win the regional and win the super bowl, the supers, and then make it back to OKC and, and win there. But how excited are you to get into, into some conference play later this week? Sorry, I should have directed that somebody. I'll let Michaela go first. <laughs> I'm super excited. I think, like, for me, this is my first go-around. So I've heard all the hype. Like, it's super cool being able to be a part of the ACC and our conference is getting to be so much stronger. So we're definitely expecting to be playing some really good quality games and just super, super excited for the road ahead. Yeah. Um I think I'm going – so I saw a couple of games this weekend, was up in Tallahassee, had a good time. But I do think I'm coming to the uh, – Josie, I'll ask you this one and then we'll go because you've played them on field. But uh, I do think I'm coming to Gainesville in a couple of weeks when you guys play there. Um, I know that's not a conference game. At the end of the day, it will be a highly ranked game. But how much do you want to win that one? Like oh. I, and Michaela too, but like oh. you grew up like a Tallahassee, like you know, right? Like is that? I know that your your goal would be to win. You know, if you could pick any game, it'd be Game Two of the World Series, right? But like obviously, yeah. besides that, like is the is the Florida game the one like one of the ones that sticks out more than any of them? Oh, yeah. For sure, it's the rivals. We always <laughs> want to be the top. Always. Yeah, always going to be hyped up. So. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I let's let's win that one going away. Less drama is better for me when I'm in person. I, I brought my daughter to Clearwater, the Texas game. Very thankful I didn't come to the UCLA game because like that is just like it would have been she'd have probably been wandering off lost somewhere because I've been so focused. Texas was an easy game to take her to. You win by a million runs. It's it's easy. So if I come to Gainesville, I'm going to need less drama than okay. um than UCLA. So you see that for me. Hopefully we can do that. If not, you might want to get a leash. Yeah. No, no, she's not coming. She's not coming. She's not a leash. We're not doing the leash thing in this house. Um, <laughs> Josie Muffley tells me to put a leash on my kid. Josie, Michaela, thank you guys so much for hanging out tonight. Uh, we appreciate it a ton. We will be cheering for you guys throughout the rest of the year and for for really your entire careers. But we're so excited for the team this year. I'm I'm completely okay with 60 straight wins. So, you know, just keep on doing what you're doing. And uh, thank you guys again so much for, for hanging out. Appreciate it. Thanks for having us. Yeah, you bet. Good luck the rest of this week and the rest of this year. Thank you. Thank you. Right, you bet. Josie Muffley and Michaela Edenfield of FSU Softball. Appreciate them for hanging out and coming on uh, and chatting with us a little bit. Um, the softball team plays FAMU this week. They open up ACC play with Pittsburgh later in the week. And so 
appreciate them for taking some time and hanging out and chatting with us tonight. We'll be back on Sunday. I don't think we have any more pop-ups, but I also told you we wouldn't have this one. We'll be back on Sunday for our regularly scheduled program. Um, until then, you can interact with us on social media, Double Fries No Slaw. You can check out our website, doublefriesnoslaw.com. We appreciate you guys for hanging out. Until next time, go Noles.